the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, it's Beth Bacall, and you are in for some incredible inspiration on this podcast. It's so amazing how God does use anyone and anything to make a difference, even a VHS tape. This is Matthew's story. You're going to hear the story right now about a, a young man. He's 23 years old, and he does have Down syndrome, and how I was able to connect with him all because of another fish listener who knew that I was seeking something to do, the right thing to do, with my VHS tapes, the tapes that I raised my daughters on. So Matthew has an amazing mom. Her name is Kathy. She's super inspiring, and uh, she's going to share on this podcast. So please welcome Kathy Doubted-Taylor. Hi. Okay, Mom, time to brag. Let's hear all about your son, Matthew. Um, Matthew's 23 years old. Um, He has Down syndrome, and I am actually not his biological mother. I am married to his biological father, but Matthew has been in my life since he was a year old. He came into the hair salon where I worked. His mom came in when she was actually pregnant with him, and we became friends, and the typical sonogram did not detect his Down syndrome. He didn't have any characteristics that stood out or any medical conditions that 23 years ago they picked up on a sonogram. So fast forward a little bit, Matthew was born with Down syndrome and I just absolutely fell in love with him. And prior to Matthew, I had never had anybody personally in my life with Downs. Um, So it wasn't like I had this yearning that I had known somebody before and I just was, you know, prone to that, to that special person they are. But um, I just fell in love with Matthew. So just out of the blue one day, I called and asked if I could keep him on a Saturday. So his mom let me and unfortunately... His mom struggled with some issues, and she passed away when Matthew was seven. And at that time, his dad and I were not the best of friends or anything. But fast forward four more years, and his dad and I married, and I was able to adopt Matthew. So he went from being a friend to being my son. So I really, I used to tell people that I didn't really know what drew me to Matthew, but I truly felt like God meant for our paths to cross. I knew I was supposed to be in his life, and he was supposed to be in mine. And I've learned far more from Matthew than I could ever teach him because he is the purest form of love you would ever know. And he judges people truly with how he feels in his heart, Um, not what society expects him to think of somebody or how he should act or what he should do. He goes totally on the feeling that he gets in his heart. And I think the biggest problem in the world today is we judge with our head and we are so caught up and pre-consumed in what we should do or what society has placed in our lives as protocol when in theory, that might not be the best thing for us. But we're so afraid we let the fear get take over and determine how we live and what we do. Whereas uh, Matthew and most of his friends literally do what makes them happy. And that, I think, is why they are genuinely the happiest people on earth. Well, y'all are very happy in here today. When did you know he had Down syndrome? Um, They, Mike and Cindy... Um, did not find out that Matthew had Down syndrome until he was born. He was five weeks early, 
And um, my husband would say that he knew immediately when he was born that there was something different about him, but he didn't know what because Mike didn't know anybody that had Down syndrome. So when Matthew was about two days old, they uh, the doctor came in and told him that they were pretty sure he had Down syndrome, but they were going to have to do some more tests and those kind of things. And very quickly, through just a few blood tests, they determined that he did have Down syndrome. And when he was three days old, he was transferred to Children's Hospital and he had a colostomy for a condition that was from his Down syndrome. But thankfully, he was able to have that reversed at six months. You know, it's interesting because when Mike and I sit back now and reflect on his birth story and different things, Mike's biggest thing is if he if he knew somebody today who was having a child that had Downs, he would say, don't worry for one minute. Enjoy every second of your pregnancy. Enjoy every minute of your child's life because they're going to be the biggest blessing. And what you're going to worry about most is never going to be a problem. I think sometimes we worry about what people think. And a lot of people, Beth, I truly feel like still today in 2018, the special needs world is a a fear to some people. Um, they're afraid because they don't know anybody who has Down syndrome or they don't know anybody who's autistic or who has cerebral palsy or all of these different special needs. They don't know anybody who's wheelchair bound. So rather than just embracing them, they're afraid. I don't know what to say or I don't know how to approach them. Well, they're like everybody else. You say hello. You smile. You know, a smile is a genuine language that everybody speaks. So it's easy to look back now and say, I should have never worried. But I think because I wasn't there when he was born, I've never had those same fears that a biological parent might have. You know, did I do something to cause this? When clearly, if you do the scientific research, you didn't do anything to cause this. It's genetic. But I, we love him just like he is. We would never change him. If if something came out today and, and you could do away with Down syndrome totally, I would be totally opposed to it. Could you give us a good description of Down syndrome? Define Down syndrome. Um, it is an extra chromosome. It is um, trisomy 21. So on your 21st chromosome, you have an extra little loop. And that contains all of the features that you see that make them all look so similar. It happens at conception. So... I don't know how it could ever be prevented because it's not something that occurs during the process. It, it occurs immediately. A lot of people are seeking normalcy for their children. And Matthew's as normal as any child I know, a child with Down syndrome. If you're comparing him to a typical 23-year-old, is he like that? Absolutely not. Is he like a lot of other 23-year-olds with Down syndrome? Absolutely. But I wouldn't change those fabulous characteristics that come from the extra on the 21st chromosome. And he has a very large group of friends. You are connected with a special group in Cherokee County? Correct. He participates in Cherokee County Special Olympics, which are part of the Georgia Special Olympics, which take place every year at Emory University. And that is run 100% off donations. So people don't realize often that you know, a lot of times people will say, how can we donate? You can always donate to the Special Olympics if you just need somebody that you want to support. Because for a lot of children, that's their only outing of the whole year. Um, it's funded all the way from your transportation, your practices, your clothing. The children can stay for the weekend in the dorms at the university. All their meals are provided. And it's just unbelievable because most often when we go somewhere, Matthew's the only person with Down syndrome there. But when we go to Special Olympics... 
there may be 500 children with Down syndrome. So it's such a it's such a heartwarming event. Everybody wins, and it doesn't matter if it takes you a minute to swim your laps or 15 minutes. The response is always the same. The whole crowd goes crazy. All the parents are crying. It's just unbelievable. So let's talk about your life. You recognized at one point, both you and your husband, that life was going to be a lot different. It was going to look a lot different for Matthew, too. So you really made a lot of changes. Right, we did. Um, We've always lived in a subdivision, and Matthew does not understand traffic. And we have worked diligently in every IEP, every goal he's ever had is for him to learn how to cross the street in a parking lot or whatever, but there's no way to practice if the car doesn't stop. So when we're going to the grocery store or we're going anywhere, the car stops. So in his mind, the car is always going to stop. So Mike and I decided that it would be best for us to move out of a subdivision into a less busy street, less neighbors, whatever it takes for him to be the safest. So we moved on to property so that if Matthew goes outside, he's not near a street. If the basketball rolls, it's not rolling into the street where there's traffic. And it's just a safer environment for him to grow in. Um, And that's how that's what afforded us the position where he has his own space that could be an apartment for him. But right now it's his, quote, movie room. And that's where he keeps all of his VHS. And see, that's how I became connected with Matthew. I had just made a simple Facebook post, what I thought was a simple Facebook (laughs) post. It's so neat how God can use everything for good. Absolutely. I have a box, a large box of my kids' old VHS tapes. My kids are big and you go through your things and it's like, what should I do with these So that was the question, just to see what my options were. And I was expecting to hear, sell them on eBay, which I just didn't have peace about that, quite honestly. Um, Throw them away, give them to the Salvation Army, because these were all actually treasures that I could look back on with great memories with my kids. I mean, we watched Dumbo. I can't even tell you how many times you look at the box and it's it's a well-loved box, you know? So uh, I had a fish listener say, hey, there is a family in Canton, Georgia, who has got a 23-year-old son with Down syndrome and uh, VHS tapes are his thing. She didn't even know you. I said, oh, can you connect me with her? And she said, you could probably find her on Facebook. Uh, and I thought, oh, are you her friend? She goes, well, I guess in a, in, a, in a general sense, aren't we all friends on Facebook? I thought, <laughs> wow, okay. So I found you and I reached out to you and you sent me this videotape of Matthew in that movie room, which is stacked with VHS tapes. And I didn't know until we met that they don't make VHS tapes anymore. And this is what brings your son joy. This is actually what helps him live a better life. So I got to go on the air just a few times and I said, hey, anybody have any VHS tapes that they want to give to Matthew? And they started rolling in and you just entered into the fish today to a room filled with VHS tapes for Matthew. He's on the floor. I don't know if you can hear in the background while we're recording this podcast, but Matthew's actually checking out some of his VHS tapes. What's the connection with the VHS tapes? Why do they bring him so much joy? Several years ago, probably... 10 years ago, Matthew asked for a laptop for Christmas. So like most teenagers, after he got his laptop, he was on YouTube and he found a young man who would open up 
a VHS, take out the tape, and on the back of the tape, there's writing. So what happened is Matthew wanted to have the same tape that that young man was doing at the same time. So as Matthew continued to watch, he realized he did not have as many movies and he needed this movie or that movie. And as we started looking, we realized they don't make these anymore. Where are we going to get VHS tapes? So a friend of mine suggested that we look at Goodwill, which has been a true blessing because like you, so many people have outgrown these tapes and they donate them. And he has lots and lots of VHS tapes. And still to this day... 10 years later, he will pull this young man up on YouTube and do that for hours. But he also stacks them, moves them, rearranges them, and watches them. And it doesn't matter if he has multiples of the same one. Sometimes he wants to put those together. Sometimes he wants to separate them. Sometimes he wants to put them by the Disney classics. Sometimes he wants to put the masterpiece collections together. So it's really his therapy. It's his thing. He loves it. It's soothing to him. But it's also so educational. He's working his hands. He's, you know, reading the information. He's putting them together, apart, doing all kinds of different things that keep him stimulated. So we just embrace the fact that this is what he loves. And just because it's not something that I might want to do on a regular basis doesn't mean it's not perfectly okay for him to have rooms full of VHS tapes that he can stack. They bring him great joy. And he has no concept of money. So these movies to him are better than any amount of money you guys could have given him, that any listeners could have sent in, because... They are his very favorite thing. And he likes to take them everywhere we go. Unfortunately, they're very heavy. If you stack a lot of them in a box, the box gets very heavy. But it's nothing for us to travel with boxes and boxes full of VHS tapes so that when we get to the beach or when we get to Charleston or wherever we're going, he has his VHS tapes to stack, even if it's just for a little while. And that makes him happy. So we're totally, we're perfectly fine with that being what we do. It offers him a great quality of life, actually. And it could be, you know, it's it's amazing how so many children have things that they love, but they're easier to come by. Mm-hmm. You can go in Walmart and buy them or you can go wherever. So thankfully, p- people donate them. People still, you can get them off eBay. You can do different things. So um, we often laughed and say, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do when he doesn't want these VHS tapes anymore? Uh, the answer would be we would donate them, but I never foresee that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a special room in your, do you have a camper? We have a camper. We're in a little camping club on the lake. And he has an area in his room that has a lot of cabinets. Those cabinets are full of VHS tapes. And it's really funny because um, in an older camper, you might already have a TV VCR combo. So some of our friends' children will come over and borrow VHS tapes from Matthew for the weekend because they know he has the best collection to choose from. So, And his favorites are Muppets? Muppets are his very favorite. And I'm not sure if that's because... He just loves the Muppets. They're so funny. They're so happy. Or if it's because there's less Muppet VHS tapes. They're harder to find. So when you find one, it is a treasure. And if you hear Matthew in the background, he's saying Muppets Take Manhattan is his favorite. And he also loves Summer of the Monkeys. But that is not a Muppet movie. It's interesting because so many special needs children have something that makes them They, it's their thing. And these are Matthews. Now, this is not all he does. He does the Special Olympics swimming. He does bowling. He loves to go out to eat. He's super social. He loves to be a DJ. He has a whole DJ set at home. But for his favorite calming 
activity. It's not playing a video game. It's not putting his headphones on and listening to music. It's literally stacking his movies. Wow, Kathy, you are so inspiring. And I love how God really laid the foundation for all of this when Matthew was just a little baby. And now we're connected today all because of a VHS tape. Somebody's trash is another person's treasure, and God can use anything. Thank you for inspiring us today on this podcast. Matthew, thank you so much for being the perfect place to bring our old VHS tapes. We are so grateful for your listeners for taking the time to bring the VHS because it can be a hassle. You were meeting people in the Kroger parking lot. You were picking them up. They're heavy. A lot of people just don't want to fool with that. But when you saw the joy they brought to Matthew, you immediately knew what I was talking about. As his mom, I truly feel like that's God's calling on my life is to be his mother and to be an advocate for him. And not only him, but his friends and other special needs people to raise awareness. And I love him more than you can imagine because he teaches me every day. And I just feel like God has truly blessed me to be able to see the world through his eyes because it's different than I see it through my eyes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.